What's up, chat? You're just in time to catch Phantasma J as it takes you on a journey into the Streamerverse. Well, guys, welcome to, I believe, the fourth fourth episode of Into the Streamerverse. And we are joined tonight by That Neandus Girl. Super excited to have her on here. And uh, I hope you guys all enjoy this as much as uh, we have with every single one of them we've done so far. It's been absolutely fantastic. So without waiting much longer here, let's let's bring Neandus in. Let's let's get Neandus in. Hi, Neandus. Oh, are you muted? Yes. yes. <laughs> it Refresh happens every time. <laughs> every time. The last like you're the third one in a row to accidentally start I kept, muted. I kept telling myself that I had to unmute. Before <laughs> we actually said hi, and then you know, mathematically, it, it happens. It happens all the time. Yeah. Um, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been that's a, good to hear. Relaxing day, but also productive. So that's that's pretty good. Did you have a pretty good weekend so far? I did. I did. There was uh, some some stressors, and partially due to like gaming news in the world and things like oh, that. Oh, I know but... it's going crazy right now, isn't it? <laughs> it, it it's it's and it's up. it's some of the the crappiest news you could possibly hear about like uh, something that you enjoy so much. At least yeah. like that's how I feel something, about it. Something that you've built something around. Yeah, and you got to kind of like make a choice. Oh, I'm being told you are kind of quiet. So let me turn you up here. Am I? It's probably on my side, not your side. All right. There we go. You should be good now. Yay. Is uh, it better? <laughs> I think so. I think we're all set. Okay. Um, but, uh, no, and yeah, it, it sucks because then you got to decide, you know, kind of um, what, what you're going to do with that information and, you know, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's it's some phasmo <laughs> some phasmophobia news that kind of uh took took Twitter by actually by absolute storm. storm yeah absolute storm yeah. just pretty much surprised everybody and um, it's not great news. There's there's been some allegations. There's been an official statement today, which honestly um, I wasn't too happy with the official statement. I guess I don't know. It just feels like a lot of these statements and apologies have a little bit of a, a whole pa pattern in them. Like there's there's lots of things that are not being said. There's lots of things yeah. that are not being clarified. There's very little transparency, and that's the most upsetting part about all of it, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What what's your opinion about it, Jay? I mean, gonna... I don't want to support what was happening at all and if if mm -hmm. i'm not i don't know i don't feel comfortable streaming phasmophobia right now until something more is said that does make me i i don't know it's a tough situation to be in because i love the game and it's mm -hmm. something that i've built my community around but yeah. i'm also not going to sacrifice my own um i don't know my own sense of uh I, I want to be true to how I feel about the situation and yeah. not just do what I think I should do because it's what I've built my com my community around. Right. Um, so I, it's, it's hard to, hard to say what really the future, um, for phasmophobia kind of looks like right now, you know, um, it really is. It's yeah. just hard. It's tough. Yeah, I think I think where part of uh, the problem lies here, other than the obvious issue, you know, that there was there was a person in the Discord who was, um, of course, um, blatantly being uh, racist in the end and, and sexually harassing. Yes. Yeah. Um, other than that big issue, which I think there there's really no no doubt about it under any front. I think part of the problem is that Phasmophobia was born as a pet project and then still has a very small team of devs. And yeah. the there is not anyone that's devoted specifically specifically to public relationship and press, right? Yeah. It's not a triple A studio. So they I don't think they were really ready to deal with something like this. And I think Yeah. Um 
the person, the, the 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 artist who decided to make an apology on Twitter, just it didn't land well because no, it, it, didn't it wasn't sound his genuine. job and it wasn't genuine yeah. and it just felt like a backhanded apology. And I think that's kind of where where my problem is with the yeah. whole thing. It's it's obviously the problem is that it happened, but. Um, in this, the, the phasmophobia discord is not unique. Um, yeah. I have had to deal with a, a similar somewhat situation myself. And months later, I actually made sure that that person was removed from the wider horror community uh, in multiple places. Um, so it's not a unique situation. It happens in all communities, right? Yeah. There's always a bad apple. The problem was how that was handled. And it yep. was handled extremely poorly. And I just hope that they come up with a better apology, a better statement. Mm. Um, I think that, that they, they were actually... so wrapped around the idea of the update that you know, everyone was giving them praise for the update that when something negative like this happened and now nobody really is talking about the update anymore, this is bigger news yeah. than the update. I, and I think uh, also a part of... Like, I want to give the benefit of the doubt in a way because part of it is this happened right right after the update was mm -hmm. dropped. Um, I'm sure there was a lot of stress already built around that, around fixing bugs and fixing issues and taking feedback. Um, I want to hope. I think part of me wants to hope because I love the game so much. I love the wider community of Phasmophobia so much. And I've obviously built something that is beautiful around it i want to hope that that was a big part of how badly they handled it uh but still something i think needs to be done about how badly it was handled yeah um i'm uh, like the another issue with this is that of course um there's there's now a big mob mentality right on twitter yeah. especially that's really uh flourishing around this issue and while i do think that cancel culture serves a purpose and the purpose is to make people accountable for their actions and their words i think that when it comes to a whole team of people it is a little bit more iffy and finicky to play with if that makes sense yeah Am for I sure sense? yeah for sure because we are um, canceling a whole group of people a whole community a whole world built around yeah. the game when by the actions of somebody else you know it's like by the action of basically two people yeah right? two people ruined uh, it for everybody you know really the action of one person um, and the words of of another so yeah. um and that's what that's what sucks about it the most is that uh yeah. it, you know regardless of <clears throat> whether or not you say that oh i'm just gonna play the game because it's something i enjoy that's it's hard to just say that and you know wipe your hands with it um especially when you're in the public it eye is. like as as a streamer you know you have to make you have to make decisions that um you have to feel comfortable with. and if you don't sure. I, personally like I'm, I'm not sure how to feel about the entire thing at right at this moment um and until like you said until something was was said something better an actual mm -hmm. genuine and something something a little more fruitful i don't know if if this guy's still on their team or um or what but the moderator has been removed as far as, he, as i okay. know if that's what who you're talking about now i know that cj is obviously still still the lead oh yeah he's this, yeah he's one of the heads of the the entire project so yeah um yeah but uh well, besides all that, why I totally, totally like got right into it. Yeah, we got, we got right we into got the right storm. In. Neandis, Neandis, can you tell us a bit about yourself? <laughs> um, sure. Um, I live in Canada. I am born Italian. I'm very Italian. I give a lot of sass about food choices as a consequence. Jay, Jay knows this a lot. I, I give him a lot of crap for dipping pizza in ranch. And don't <laughs> putting chicken a, everywhere you can't have anything to yeah. say about it and if, if you've never tried it ranch <laughs> deserves pizza pizza it. deserves ranch <laughs> that's just the way it is uh chicken buffalo or chicken bacon buffalo pizza with a ranch drizzle on top that's just See, absolutely that, that hurts my ears it's that just so good um yeah yeah chicken alfredo <laughs> is probably the best pasta there is oh my lord okay and, moving uh, on. yeah <laughs> 
You just call it spaghetti too, by the way. There's nothing else. It's just spaghetti. I don't know what you want me to call it's it. It's just spaghetti. Oh yes, we have a whole we had a whole discussion while playing the Arising. Well, what was it, Jay? What did you think spaghetti was? It's it's just spaghetti noodles, meat, and sauce. Like that's, that's yeah. What so we... like any spaghetti with any other sauce is not spaghetti to you. Is that correct? no? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can make a chicken okay. uh, a chicken spaghetti. That's usually like a no. You uh, can't. That's yes, you can. Yes, you it can. It's exist. chicken baked spaghetti. No. Chicken baked spaghetti. <laughs> Get with it. <laughs> um it's it's absolutely um, delicious and uh no i i yeah i chicken paschetti <laughs> <laughs> it is a real thing it is a real thing see it's not just me look at chat look at yeah chat. <laughs> yeah they yeah people are quitting jay we need to change your ways um <sighs> but yes i'm italian i live in canada i've lived in canada now for 10 years um and i started streaming 10 months ago just just a little more than 10 months ago and it's been a really interesting journey full of ups and downs and a little bit of a roller coaster here and there but so when you um, started did you start with faz then was that your main game from the start or did you kind of work your way so into other yeah, games and then it was it was my main game from the start i remember um a couple of days after my first stream i was still trying to get affiliate um i streamed sea of thieves as well Mm. Um, I believe I streamed Forewarned just after I got affiliate as well. Um, but it, it was my main game from the start, and that's because I am a relatively new gamer. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about two and a half years. Um, and Phasma was, um, Phasma and World of Warcraft were my main games off stream yeah. before I started streaming, and Phasma was the one that I felt comfortable airing out. Yeah, and it, it's a game that gets it's easy to become comfortable with it, especially in a a chatting and social situation. Exactly, it's exactly. super easy to to keep track of what you're doing and talk to chat and anything else that happens in between. I'm gonna be honest. When I started streaming, I never thought I would have a chat. <laughs> Same. I never thought people Same. would actually come to hang out and to discuss things and talk about spaghetti and ranch and pizza. Well, and that's the cool um, thing about uh, being in such a group where we all pretty much uh, are in between each other's streams and yeah. um, have been making friends with other people in other streams. And For sure. It, it really helps to have a community. And not just it have does. your own community, but to be a part of a larger community. And horror yeah. has been really cool in that aspect for me because there are so many, so many horror and Halloween and spooky fans out there that just, you know, we get each other. And it's something yeah. that, you know, not everybody is into. For sure. But when you yeah, are, it's, it's it's like a you you're really you're a part are. of yeah you're a, you really are you tip it's typically yeah. not it's one way or the other you either don't it? really care for <laughs> horror or you are absolutely engulfed in it. I really wanted to go yeah. see the new uh, horror movie Smile this weekend. I didn't have time to do it. Um, oh, but I, I cannot even know wait to go. Oh I yeah, it's to. out. I want to see that yeah. and Barbarian. Uh, both of those movies. Oh, yeah, I Barbarian really want. Oh my gosh. Really good things. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm I've super excited really to see things. both of them because I feel like lately, like horror movies just haven't been like new ones coming out just haven't been as great as um you know some of the ones from my childhood. Yeah, I uh I have to say probably the last horror movie that I remember coming out and that I truly enjoyed like in movie theaters like in adulthood was probably The Conjuring. The Conjuring, yeah. Yeah, that was I, I the liked, last uh, one that I thought, wow, this was like, this was revolutionary. Like, I really liked is, Insidious. something that we will remember. I thought Insidious Insid was really good. Insidious? I, I actually do not enjoy the Insidious no. series. Uh, I, I like the first one. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of like all the rest. The rest of them, um, not as much. But uh, still, really, the first one. I was truly, I like the idea. I like the setting. Yeah. I like the concept of it. I do find the writing a bit clunky. Okay, um, and that's fair. The, that's totally the fair. The, I, I wouldn't even say it's the acting. Like it feels like it's the acting, but I think it's the writing. Um, what happened? <laughs> no, my camera does that. <laughs> oh, okay. I wouldn't worry okay. about it. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's uh. That's that's my favorite part about horror is, is that it is such a great community to meet new people. And it's, sure. it's 
this platform, like streaming in general, content creation in general, not just Twitch, but uh, like Twitter has brought me out of my shell a bit more than mm-hmm. like I, I'm a pretty introverted person. So just yeah. doing this has, has really brought me out of my shell. I don't know how you are in like social situations. Um, I am a little bit of a mix. I would say I'm uh, ambivert. Uh, it's probably the right the word to describe it. I I switch very easily between extroverted and introverted, but at the root, um, I did mention I'm a very relatively new gamer, but I've always been a giant nerd. Um, mostly, I've been a reader, and then after um, after getting my big dose of books, I I got into movies as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've always been a nerd. I've always been pretty introverted and just happy to like cuddle on the bed with a book and some music and you know enjoy my alone time. Um, so I would say as a base, I'm more introverted. Yeah. Um, but I can be extremely extroverted in certain social situations where I feel at ease. And I think that does come off on stream. Like, I think I do pass as an extrovert on stream, but I'm not. I do need my quiet time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. It, for me, it, I guess it's based on like what social situation I'm in. Um, yeah. If it's something yeah. I'm comfortable with, I can become pretty extroverted. But if it's something yeah. I'm very uncomfortable with, I get I get anxious. I have like I've oh, yeah, absolutely. dealt with anxiety yeah. like in that sense for a while now. And, yeah, um, and when I when it comes to meeting new people, for me, for example, like I often I will cancel. Like yeah. if I have somewhere to be, <laughs> last minute, I will just decide that I just can't do it because it gives me a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. how do you think? Uh, do you think streaming helps with that in a way? Have you be Have you found yourself easily like easier to talk to uh, to people you're just meeting, or um, anything anything um, like that where it's a little bit easier to. I don't know, kind of put yourself out there or just you don't find yourself uh, being as as nervous because you're a little bit more used to a social situation. I I don't think I've ever been nervous about like there's only a, a few social interactions that really make me nervous and meeting new people in a casual environment in a casual setting. It's usually not a problem for me. Uh, big gatherings like big celebrations, big mm-hmm. parties, those give me a lot of anxiety dates give me a lot of anxiety <laughs> um things like that but overall i think you would just I've take my been... advice it would be it would be it would go so much better neandis <laughs> jay you'd have a glow on no. your face the next day would i we'll we'll see about that <laughs> <laughs> i don't even remember what my advice probably was horrible probably it was, was horrible. It was probably terrible. don't was probably terrible. don't listen to me um, yeah, no, I've been I single for like almost ten about. years. I don't know how to date, uh, so don't take any of that advice. What do you mean you've been single? You're married. I said I haven't been single for almost oh, ten okay. years, <laughs> so I don't take any dating advice from me, guys. Like I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but no, it's a. Uh, I find that streaming is like I don't know, kind of helps with my confidence in certain situations. Mm. Um, like just outside of streaming. I can tell you what streaming brought out for me, and it's uh, more of like my funny side, my sense of humor. Yeah. Um, I am way quicker now to make jokes. Oh, yeah, you gotta be. Little, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even outside of stream, it, I just find it comes um, a lot easier to me. You know how many like times I hear phrasing in my head? It? Like, I hear phrasing oh, yeah. in my head, like, all <laughs> the time when I'm, when I'm, like, if I hear somebody talking and they say something that, like, in my head, I'll be like, phrasing. And yeah, that's yeah, just... or like, yeah, yeah. Well, at least you don't hear dicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a really it's a really cool way for me, anyways, to because I that's something I've always struggled with is a, a sense of self confidence, and um, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like it it's not it's not like fixed everything for me, but it's definitely gotten me to a point where I feel just better in my own skin. And For especially sure. when I'm live, like I feel like as soon as I I might get nervous to hit live, but as soon as I'm live, that's when it just feels more natural and more uh, like I'm in my own skin. Yeah. Um, and especially when I get going, it feels like I'm in my element. I'm in the groove. Uh, I know yeah. what's going to happen. Um, and then the days that you don't know what's going to happen, you know, when things either just don't go right or. uh I don't know that like something happens, whether it's support with your chat and it's just 
astronomically like you don't understand how people could be that supportive mm-hmm. um no the, the entire process has been just absolutely have you have you ever like, noticed that like, like when when altering in my sense in my oh, senses absolutely it, you know i started streaming at the end of november uh last year it was november 25th so we're coming almost up to it and uh I did because I did pick up gaming about two and a half years ago because I was in a long distance relationship with a heavy gamer, right? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of our way to stay in touch and keep communication open and spend time together. And the relationship ha- uh, ended like uh, November 20th last year. So like only a week, less than a week before I started streaming. And I, my, it was, it was a really bad breakup. It was really, um, really it wrecked me let's be honest Mm -hmm. and um i needed something to transform my passion for gaming which it was an authentic passion at that point like i i adopted it for a reason that was external to me but i actually started to love it and i needed a reason to keep gaming and to keep those friendships that i had made within the gaming world that were a reason that was only mine and that didn't depend on anyone else Mm-hmm. Or on the presence of someone who was gone, right? So yeah. I just, one day I just went live. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what a raid was. I think I might have even... Oh, I know. I was, I, I okay. might have had a raid in the first week or two or even month and not known that. I, I might have, have not a known funny I got story. a raid. I have a funny story about raids. I didn't know what a raid was either. And... I was like, let's go. Uh, my wife's best friend is a streamer. She she doesn't stream as much anymore, but mm. uh, she stream or she's a streamer that got me kind of rolling. Like helped me figure out everything, helped me set up my yeah, like my stuff. And um, I was like, we got done playing Beat Saber or something, and I wasn't done streaming. I was like, let's raid uh my friend, whatever. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I didn't know at that <laughs> point that that meant my stream was over. Um, so then, yeah, that's, that's like my noob story about raiding right there. I raided someone not knowing that that would end my stream. <laughs> that was I it. Think, um, that was it. The, the stream was over. So you just, you just raided out thinking yeah. that you were going to do something nice, but keep on streaming afterwards. Yep. And instead your stream just ended. Yep. That's exactly what <laughs> that's happened. Amazing. I was, um, I was so embarrassed. I think my, I think my that was like my second raid. week of streaming. Yeah. The first raid that I actually acknowledged, I think, was one from uh, my friend Ambidrude, who also set me up with streaming, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and it was, she raided into me after she got raided by Kill. Oh. And that is actually how I officially, while I was already streaming Faz, that is how I officially landed in the horror community, was through that secondhand Kill raid that, that brought Kill in my chat and then... Yeah, the rest kind of just snowballed from there. Um, but that was the first raid that I actually acknowledged and that I was able to recognize as a raid. I don't know if I received any before. I am really sorry if I didn't acknowledge those. <laughs> <laughs> and then you met the absolutely amazing Kill and uh, his his amazing jokes. And um, yes, his his sense of humor is so genuinely funny to me like i just i get such a kick out of him every every really time he is yeah and yet so funny and Very like British. i don't know if he's like meaning to be an ASR, asmr streamer but my gosh it, his his voice is uh very gentle and uh like it is he denies that he could be an asmr streamer but we all know he could be oh yeah um yeah. so what about what about external content is there anything that you're trying to focus on or something that you want to get into um so i'm trying to put myself out on tiktok a little more at the moment uh so far i've really only focused on twitch and twitter twitter is something i'm really familiar with um already through other other things that i've had going on in my life so i it was very comfortable for me to just go on twitter and 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 advertise and market and things like that so that was i would say my biggest push for external content so far i'm starting to um i hired an editor who's taking care of my clips oh that's um, so cool 
Yeah. Um, so I'm starting to try to push content on, on TikTok now. Yeah, it can. TikTok is a, it's a different thing entirely, you know, from yeah. uh, just hitting go live. And I'm trying to move past like all my jump scare uh, shorts that I, I started off making. Mm -hmm. Like I want to just do more. And I have been. I, I created a few of them that I'm really happy with how they turned out. Uh, one from I killed Steph on uh phasmophobia, like with hide and seek, and uh, she the next part of the clip, it's her trying to like co coerce me downstairs, and she turned on the music box and threw it, and the ghost started hunting, and I ran upstairs and I heard her scream, and so she died again trying to get payback. Uh, Amazing stuff like that, and um, so I'm I'm finding different ways to make content out of things that I wasn't thinking about or something that I didn't mm -hmm. necessarily think would be uh, uh, content in my own. Like I've only thought about jump scares as being um, what my main form of like short form content would be. Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of a default, right? That horror streamer short form is going to be a jump scare. And that yeah. is very very reductive i think there's so many things that you know but i think part of it is uh kind of figuring out what the value that you bring with your streams and so on is to the audience and then kind of just hammering on that yeah so like do you bring educational value then maybe focus more on the educational side of things do you focus more on chat interaction and funny moments meme moments then maybe focus more on that but a little bit of variety i think helps regardless i was really looking um, forward to seeing an enormous penis uh short from chiba where he got that uh that hype train that we literally got him all the way from level one to level five with the enormous oh, penis yes. alert. i was right. i was looking I, all the time there, like come on chiba it. make it come on chiba make it there's like 15 enormous penis alerts that went off all like in that you, entire. You should just make it. You should make it. I guess I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to just take control on that one. <laughs> um, no, and I I love I love the fact that I'm I've not I was before I started streaming I was not much of a creative person. I didn't do very many creative things. I didn't have like an outlet to uh to get um artistic and uh everything from scene creation to uh making overlays and stuff like that to uh learning how to video edit just mm -hmm. learning how to edit videos or or edit pictures and stuff like that i found a way to be creative doing this yeah. and that's something i never i never really had um for sure and i really really enjoy that that part of it that is so creative and it's so artistic um like everything about it is it's it's what actually keeps me going every time is like what can i do now to uh to to try to be to try to push my creative boundaries yeah for sure i i really want to get more into editing myself i want to try and and do more myself not so much because i don't want to give the, the job to other people but just because i it's it's just a skill i want to learn yeah and um yeah, like streaming has been a whole journey of discovery of new things that I, I mean, I, I am pretty challenged as far as technology goes. Again, yeah, I was never. Try ranch on pizza. Jay, we talked about this. Try it on waffles and I'll try it on pizza. I will totally try ranch on waffles. Of course you would, you monster. I will totally try ranch <laughs> on waffles. I will eat the <laughs> fuck out of some ranch on waffles if I get a video of you dipping your pizza in ranch and taking a bite. And throwing it in the trash. You can do that. <laughs> After you take a bite. No, but yeah, no, it's just, just been like a really interesting journey of like discovering things that I can do that I, I, I never suspected I could like set up new scenes and just spruce up my thing and just get the knowledge of how a bot works. It's just something that's never been part of my universe, if that makes sense. Yeah. I've always been the book nerd, the writing nerd. Like, very traditional kind of nerd. Um, yeah. Kind of stuck in the 1800s. So, this is like... <laughs> this is uh, this is very new for me, and it's been 
prove to me that I can learn new things and pick up new skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and the editing is one of those things that I definitely want to want to explore a little more. Um, sure. Are you going to the that meetup they're having in uh, Minneapolis? One? I don't With, have a passport uh, at the moment. Oh, you don't? I, okay. I am working on re. Um, I'm not going to be able to go to it, that however, one. Um, yeah, but I do think it's awesome that so many of us. I, if I had the time and the uh, the vacation time for work, for mm-hmm. one, I don't have any more vacation time. If I had that, I would be more than happy to go and meet some of the amazing people that I've I've become friends with over um, these last. But for me, it's just been over a year now, and yeah. uh, so so um, so excited and happy for the people that are going to go and get to do that. For sure. And uh, I can't wait to be a part of it someday. And I find it so amazing that we've really met genuine people on here that we feel safe enough to, to go and to have that adventure of going and meeting them and, uh, all being in the same room. Now I'm not For saying sure. that it's, uh, uh, I'm not saying that it's, it's always safe to do such a thing, but. I, I would say there's, I don't know. I always go with my sixth sense about meeting people and and I feel like there there's definitely more than a handful of people that I would be super comfortable meeting in person. Um and I know it would just be a good time. I actually can't wait to meet Epic. She lives three and a half hours away from me. And oh we've, really? We've, yeah, we've mentioned many times. I, I have yet to go that way. Um it's been, it's been like it. a very been halfway. Yeah, it's been a it's been a very hectic year. Halfway, there's literally nothing, Jay. We live oh. in Canada, my friend. Well, I didn't know what <laughs> what parts of Canada, but uh... <laughs> between two main cities, there's usually nothing. Okay. <laughs> so halfway is not a thing. However, I, I I often go down that way, down south, um, for work. So. Uh, as soon as I have a chance, I will I will go and meet her. We have had a chance um, a couple of months ago, but she wasn't she wasn't around. So um, that was really yeah, that was just bad timing. But um, I am also planning on going to Ontario uh, soon and meet a lot of friends over there. Um, and as soon as I have my passport, I'm planning on just going on a big trip. Cause that's that's another thing I like I've to never do. been like out of travel. my country. I've never been out of a. Uh, never been out of my country. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary's been to my wife. Mary has been to uh, Canada, and she went mm-hmm. to Egypt a couple years ago, yeah. uh, or three years ago now. Gosh, um, and so that was cool for her. I had to work unfortunately, and I couldn't get the days off for it, so I didn't get to go. Which really mm-hmm. sucks because it's like such a. It just seems like it'd be such an experience. It'd be really, really fun. Um, yeah. but you know, it it is what it is, and eventually, I'm hoping to get to go to because she's half Egyptian. So yes, I uh, was aware. I actually thought for some reason that she was born there. Yeah, no, no, her dad was. Her dad was born there. Um, mm-hmm. I think he moved to to America when he was like 26 or 27. Yeah. Um. And that has been so cool for me to be a part of uh, a diverse family like that because uh, I have I have found such a love for food from. Please don't dip it in ranch. Oh, I did. Yeah, even their chicken, I dip in ranch. Oh, my Um, God, Jay. And that's something that's not normal for them. They don't dip their food in sauce. Really? Typically, they don't figure. Sid, chicken goes with ranch. Don't, don't give me no smack. Um, but uh, like when it comes to other their other food, like I'm not gonna dip their their lamb or whatever they cook in in uh like a one sauce or something. That this is that is where you draw the line. Yeah, yeah. You don't dip steak in line. sauce unless it's a, a prime <laughs> rib, and then you dip it in the ajou sauce. But that is sauce that is that's a that's a, a sauce ajou sauce. Au, au jus sauce. That is made from the prime rib. Like they cook the prime rib and they take the juice and like put it in a little cup and put it next to your steak. And you pretty much mm-hmm. just dip it back in the juice as it's cooked in. Why are we talking about food? Um, I don't know. Food is a great topic. <clears throat> I always thought I'm I'm hungry. Like I'm I'm, I'm okay hungry. with talking about food. Um 
But that's what I said. I said au jus sauce. Isn't you know, that au jus? Au jus. Au jus. Like this. Au jus. It's French and it means. Gosh damn it. I'm just, I'm going to get canceled right now. Juice. Oh, juice. I'm going to get canceled right now. <laughs> oh, juice. Okay. Well, the stuff is amazing. Okay. It's amazing. I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you also like ranch, so it doesn't really matter, Jay. And I just found out that I don't much care for root beer anymore. What about root beer? Oh my gosh. See, see <laughs> Eric, Eric defended me last night in uh, karaoke night. He came back after leaving because he could only stay for one song. He came back just to defend me and say, hey, I grew up in Wisconsin and uh, we say root beer. And he even said it's not he's not saying rut. He is saying root and it is different. Root beer, root beer, root beer. I mean, Does I have, not I have sound nothing like to rut. add to the whole root beer debate because it's, it's a thing that I've discovered when I came to Canada because we don't have root beer in Italy. So, again, you know, you don't touch my pizza, I don't touch your rut beer, or whatever you call it. It's that easy, <laughs> okay? It's that easy. Um, but, uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. This is a podcast about streaming, and we're, like, we're comparing food over here. Uh, no, it, that's, that's the fun of this, though, is because... Especially, like, when, if, you know, people from your community come over here and watch and interact... Uh, what I love about this is that they get to see you guys in a different light. Like, you know, um, it's different conversation. It's a different style for the platform. So it's, it's yeah. really cool to see, you know, I've, I've interacted you, you personally, I've talked a lot with you guys, you kill, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Rotato. Um, we've, we've all talked in, in group chats a lot. So, mm -hmm. um, you and I are a lot more comfortable talking to each other. And sure. one of those one of those things about getting on call with somebody before the podcast starts is it helps uh, kind of get them prepared for for that conversation. And for I find sure. that like when I haven't had that. Yeah. When I haven't had that yeah. that interaction, like when I had Eric on here, it was the first time him and I had ever like actually talked mic to mic. So for sure, um, it's it's a really cool way to, to do this. Um, and I just want to keep. I, I, I like helping people for one. I've really, ever mm -hmm. since I started streaming, one of the things that I found really helpful for me is to help people figure out some of the same things that I, even if I don't know what it is exactly, um, I will, I'll sit there and learn it with you and I'll help. I'll try to help mm -hmm. as much as yeah. I can. And I Actually, find that so much that. fun. You yeah. With your, with yeah. The stream deck. deck. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, I find sure. that, I find that really fun. Um, and so if I could do, if I were, if I were to like take my content in a different direction when it comes to short form and long form, I think I would, I would choose to do more educational videos when it comes to OBS, when it comes to, um, things sure. that I've learned with Canva, uh, things that I've learned with the video editor software that I use and just how I do things. I don't know. Like it's not the, I'm sure it's not the best way to do the things that I'm doing, but it's mm -hmm. a way that I found helps me. And maybe, you know, somebody else might agree that. It helped them sure. too. I don't know. Yeah. I've always thought that maybe um, one of my strengths, I think, when it comes to not just streaming, but other other endeavors as well, is probably branding and marketing. Like that is where I think I I am fairly solid, even though I don't have an education. You do a really good it. job with your with your uh your photos that you edit, like right before your stream. I love seeing what you come up with every time you go to go live on Twitter. It's it's so freaking creative every single time. Um, I, I tr sometimes and I, they make I me laugh. They make me laugh. They're usually some corny corny joke that I shouldn't they're laugh really at, corny. and like I should honestly be scolding you every time I come in. But they're funny. They're funny. So I I, I laugh. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Sometimes it's really stressful because I can't come up with one, and uh, I usually I usually prepare them like days in advance, and then I schedule the That's tweets. That's smart. That's smart. The day before, the night before. I've never once scheduled a tweet. I've never once scheduled a tweet. That is such a good idea. For tomorrow. That is yeah, such I a good idea to just have like a bunch of tweets scheduled. That way, when you're gonna go stream, it just doesn't. You don't have to think about it, and you're not like me and doing it like five minutes before yeah. stream because you forgot to do it earlier. Kind of like today when I tweeted an hour before the streams or the, the the podcast started because I totally forgot to make a, a yes. tweet. Damn it! And you told me to get on a call while I was doing my hair. Well, yeah, I had to set everything up. 
Um, so I, I actually have a very long ritual before stream, when I stream. It takes me about five hours uh, to get ready shit. for stream. <laughs> I, I usually before get up two hours live. before I start streaming, and I, lately it's been I mean, an hour before. You, you, you stream incredibly early. I stream I at noon, my time, so I usually get up around 8, um, shower, do my hair, do my makeup if I feel like it, and then I check that everything works in OBS, because as we all know as streamers, doesn't always uh, work something, out. something is always broken, so like I check alerts, I check that my mic isn't muted, um check to drop frames all of that and then i the last thing i want to do um is um the last thing i want to do is having to worry about scheduling tweets and putting up um reminders that i'm gonna go live in a couple of hours while i'm getting ready for it i also get a lot of pre-stream anxiety which i know a lot of people yeah i don't know if you deal with that at all I, I um, haven't been as much lately. Or, well, okay, so that's a lie. Pretty much lately, if I've had pre-stream anxiety, it's not due to the stream. It's due to like my actual like I've I've just been dealing with anxiety and I'm 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 working yeah. on it. And um, yeah. So if I have those real bad days, that's when I I will cancel my stream because I just I'm at a point right now to where the medicine is helping for anxiety but it's something i'm still getting used to so I, if i'm having that really weird day with it i just don't like to to be in front of a bunch of people for sure um, yeah so that's that's kind of where i've been at with that lately um, um yeah sometimes it's life um sometimes it's um just i get pre-stream anxiety because i'm just anxious of going live i always that uh, I, I think it's part of imposter it shows you care too it shows you still care you know like for sure. It also shows that I always feel like I am not worthy of people showing up and of people coming to enjoy Yeah, I my think streams. a lot of people uh, have that that same feeling. Yeah. It's like we don't I don't know. We for me it's like I wish I I could I could quantify why that way maybe I could do something better to possibly, you know, get better like just just keep getting better mm -hmm. at it and um that can that can be frustrating too. You know, like this, this, uh, sure. how do you grow a channel? Like, you know, that's the, that's the question. How do you grow a channel? And yeah, there's so many different things sure. that go into it. It's marketing. It's, it's, uh, building re uh, relationships and being genuine as you possibly can, because I mean, just putting on a persona, I, I know there's a lot of streamers out there who do, uh, have like a, a performance. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. But, um, I guess my my thing like with that would be like at least stay true to yourself like um yeah I think there is ways to make to have a persona that is still very much you like for yeah. for a lot of us I mean even for me I think there are sides of myself that I accentuate on streams right whereas uh, yeah, and I in, think my, everyone in my day-to-day yes. life yeah in my day-to-day life they're they're there and they come up every now and again but they're not well I think that happens even when you're just gaming with your friends you know what I mean like for sure. Um, I think that's yeah. that's a I think that's kind of a the case for just being being around a group of friends, and you know what you are like in a room by yourself versus how you are with your friends. Um, yeah, are, it's totally different. Like just the way you you react to things, and uh, um, for sure, it's I I think that's that's normal for any social social interaction, really. Interaction. Yeah. yeah no, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah, I think in on stream it kind of comes out a little more clearly because it's also a performance act, right? Yeah. Even even when it isn't, even when people are just happy to come and hang out with you without expecting a performance, um, you still feel like you're constantly on because mm -hmm. you are being watched while performing, playing a game, talking, chatting, whatever it is, right? And you want to be entertaining and engaging, so yeah. You definitely need to bring those parts of yourself out, and for me, it's something that is very new. Yeah, it's very. It was very dormant up until now. Uh, well, up until about nine months ago, I would say. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> no, it's uh, that brings us kind of back to like what is 
what's going to happen with all this this you know what we were talking about earlier with phasmo that's both of our mm-hmm. game of choice and uh yeah. it's like i said i know i personally until something's resolved uh will not be streaming phasmo i know it's gonna you know it's gonna have impl- implications on my channel like it's it's gonna mm-hmm. affect my channel and um i'm hoping at that point though that the the ro- uh the ro- relationships words um that i've made so far will make up for whatever impact that is um because i want i want people to understand that i just i need to be sensitive to the situation that we are all currently in and um as much as i would love to just keep playing the game that i've been playing for so long i have to think about what that would mean to to me to to Mm -hmm. just ignore everything that's going on and, and continue playing it um i i have decided that personally i will continue playing it i love the game as i'm sure you do too um i it means so much more to me than just a game at this point right it means it's it's a big part of my social life um my social life revolves a lot around streaming um and streaming revolves for me a lot around phasmophobia and I know the moderator has been dealt with. Um, yeah. There has been a formal apology issued, which was very, again, um, vague. And, yeah. uh, however, I do know that there are things that are being uncovered as well from the dev side um, that weren't clear to the devs themselves. So I want to, for just this once, I want to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. If something like this was to come out again, I would definitely not be so quick to forget about right. that. Um, um, and so I also I... support anyone who decides not to stream Phasmophobia, and I support anyone who wants to take a break. Yeah, I wouldn't I say I'm done the with reasons it. Why. I wouldn't say I'm yeah. done with it. Um, but uh, th- that leads to another question that I don't know if I've I've asked this before, but um, if if you, if it wasn't Phasmo, if it wasn't uh, this game or necessarily even horror, um, mm-hmm. what do, what do you think you would want to to do other than what is a a genre of video games that if you could if you could uh, change and you know still keep keep whatever following you already have, uh, mm-hmm. what what kind of games would you play? Or game. So here's the thing. So my absolute favorite game of all time is actually World of Warcraft. Yeah, um, I did know that. And I, I still wouldn't want to stream it. I would no. play it a lot, but I wouldn't want to stream it because what I like about streaming fast, well, it is one of my favorite games, but it's not my absolute favorite game. It's probably not even the second. Um, what I like about Faz is the interaction that it allows me to have with my chat. Yeah. As a streamer, as of right now, it's the only game that I really can see myself really enjoy playing on stream. I enjoy indie horror. Uh, however, I'm always so focused on the game at that point that I end up missing out so much of what happens. And then the interaction just inevitably goes down because of that. Yeah. Because I'm not paying nearly as much attention. Of course, paying all the attention to chat during phasmophobia matches means I die a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now become a meme and that's okay i'm, I'm nodding my head yes guys because uh, yes yes i die is, a lot and that is um, exactly right uh i i'm yeah. the king of uh I, i'm horrible i'm horrible i i die all the yeah. time i die all the yeah, I actually, time i've been getting a little bit better death. i've been getting a little bit better about it actually like i haven't died too much the last uh few streams but yeah um the difference between me playing Phasma off stream and me playing Phasma on stream is abysmal. One like, of the it's ghost so... hunting games I'm super excited for, not to cut you off, uh, I just no, it's okay. I, it popped into my head and I don't want to, like, I'm super excited for The Hauntings. I don't know if you've heard of that one yes. um, coming out soon. Uh, I've been a, a, a part of Worka's channel for quite a while now, mm-hmm. and um, I'm very excited for that game. I've I've seen it kind of built from the ground up from yeah. where i i came in and uh when he was still trying to figure out the doors um mm-hmm. and it's it's been such a fun process to watch and kind of be a part of some of the decisions that go into the game when we're asked for our opinions 
And uh, I'm very excited for that game. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, the I, I know there's a lot system, of hype around it. Yeah, the class um, system is especially like something I think is super interesting. Having different for sure. classes for your like your hunter, um, along it's, with abilities. I mean, there's, there's there's other games that just came out recently that I've been doing it. Like Remnant Records is one of them. Um, I haven't played Remnant Records. I think uh, Armad Blue has. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a different spin on the ghost hunting genre, which I think now is at, at all facts a subgenre of the horror yeah. genre in gaming. Um, We've been playing Ghost There's Exile a, together too, uh, me and Thulu, and it's that's a super fun mm, game too. I found that actually really yeah. interesting. I've never tried Ghost Hunters Inc. though. Uh, is that what that called? Ghost Exorcism. Or Ghost Inc. Exorcism Inc. I haven't tried that one. So yet. I'm I'm gonna be quite forward. Like the the one ghost hunting game aside from Phasmophobia that I actually did really enjoy and that scares the hell out of me is Forewarned. Oh really? Yeah, I have um, played that a couple times, and it's it's kind of a, the games can be intense. It can. Uh, it's that adrenaline rush of finding the liver at the end of the game well, when you got all the evidence and you open the, the chamber or whatever it's called. Um, the Egyptian mythology is something that has always like intrigued me but also creeped me out massively since I was a teenager. So it works so well with me. And yeah, I'm jealous. I Mary got actually... to go visit the pyramids. Oh yeah, that is something was... that I've always wanted to do but I never had a chance to. Yeah, I, I guess uh, yeah. she was saying they, they weren't able to do it when we there, they were there, but uh, you can pay to go inside the pyramid. Yeah. Which is so cool. I think that's that's yeah. so cool. I I would have, if I were there, I wouldn't have not done it. There's no way I would. I would have went in. Yeah. I, I would have had to. There's no way I could turn that down. No, um, of course no, not. And it, it is. Like, it, that is, uh, I've been really interested in the game Forewarned, but there's just not a lot of people that actually play it. Um, and another one that I really like is Devour. I don't know if you've played Devour. Yeah, I've, I've played Devour. Actually, Devour is one of the first few games I've streamed besides Phasmophobia. Um, I enjoy it. I think um, I haven't got in it deep enough to like do challenges and try to do speed rounds i think yeah, that's see, kind i've of only where ever the played it with a group of friends yeah that's where the interesting part of the game comes i think i i have a, a really good friend of mine who actually is part of the original crew that i used to stream phasma with who does the speed runs he actually i don't know if he still holds it but he did hold the world record for the nightmare town for a while um and that that is where I would like to get into it. However, it's so intense and it's so stressful, so fast paced. I honestly, like, gives I, me I, I, heart I can't handle it. Palpitations, I swear. That's yeah. like, oh my god. But when when I was playing with like a group, I've never played it solo. I've never once tried it solo. But playing with a group of people makes for some of the funniest moments. Like I've played with uh, Jackie. I uh, played with Jackie, Mrs. Bidwell, and uh, Snow Fox were the mm -hmm. people I played it with the most, and. Every single time we played it, it was just it was hilarious. And um I I'm like notorious for putting my foot in my mouth and I'd say something stupid. Yeah. So so stupid. Not even realizing it until it's already been said. Um, oh yeah. And it, it makes massive. for very fun. Uh, it, it's it's always a good time. I really enjoy the uh the social aspect of that game. For sure. And I, I think this is where I kind of wanted to say I am excited for the hauntings and I do want to see what it comes up with. However, he did mention, Warka did mention during his podcast in the Midnight Society Discord, this was back in April or March, I think, um, that it will be very much adjusted to suit multiplayer at the beginning, yeah. at least, rather than yeah. single player, which for me... As someone who usually streams solo and then, you know, lets friends in every now and again is a big drawback. Yeah, and I think that um, I think that the reason that is for the game anyways is uh, because it's a multiplayer game that he's a single dev. He really has to focus on making sure mm -hmm. the multiplayer is as, as, you know, as good as it can possibly be. For sure. Because um, adding multiplayer and stuff like that to a game as a single developer uh that's that's it's pretty hard and uh um, i mean but Cosmo was designed as a multiplayer game because that's how let's be honest that's how the vast majority of people plays it right yeah 
but it's it is very functional for a solo player whereas i remember warka saying that for a solo player the hauntings will actually be incredibly difficult like near impossible yeah we'll, we'll see i'm mention... not entirely sure where if that's changed at all since uh maybe he did mention that he was going to introduce a companion system at some yep, point. Yep. Um so that will make it easier to for a solo player to get into it. But what what um, about that uh that witch house building game? Oh my god, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> when I yeah, I don't even think it has a re uh release date yet. It does not. And, uh, I, I, don't, and I saw I that and care. I was like, oh my gosh, that Let looks me check so what amazing. The name is. Um that it looks so freaking good. I will be playing that for sure. Yeah, that's that's um where is it? Where is it? Uh Rekka or something like that? Yeah, I know yep. it's a similar yeah. name. Rekka or um, something like that. Yeah. It is basically a farming game, right? But yep. like very good visuals and yeah, witchy setup. So you upgrade your just... yeah, you like upgrade, maintain your house. Oh, in the the Oh, the Blood Hotel or something or um the hotel. Oh crap! Oh, it's it's pretty much a hotel where you're a vampire and uh, you manage the hotel. It all looks like Tim Burton art style, and uh, it's like really? a yeah, bloody hell hotel. Yes, yes, that one. Is that a, is that a um, game that's already out? No, it's not out yet. Um, it was announced recently. Not entirely sure when it was announced, but uh, let me. Oh, there is a. Oh no, there isn't a demo. That's bloody bloody hell. <laughs> uh okay, let me wish list it before I forget. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell hotel. Uh no official release date for that yet. But uh I do know that you need to get going here soon. I know about ten minutes, so we still have a little bit. Okay, I just didn't wanna keep you too long past your point. No. It's okay. It's been a lovely chat, so I'm not. No, yeah. I'm I'm super excited for that game. I don't know how that's gonna play yet. The the uh trailer for it kind of looked a little um like a little more staged than what gameplay might actually look like. Hmm. Uh, but I think yeah, that I'm one's gonna be absolutely now. amazing. That, look, that looks actually pretty awesome. I'm also excited. Yeah, kill for, release uh... date when it's bloody awesome. <laughs> I'm also excited for a haunted house renovator. What one? Uh, haunted House Renovator. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, there's apparently a new indie uh, indie horror game that is uh, like you're, you're, you clean haunted houses or something like that. And uh, uh, yeah, that's the one. That's uh, Haunted House Renovator. I was going to say, uh, I'm pretty sure Orin was playing it the other night. Really? No, he it's was, not he out was playing. Yet. The well, then he was playing a different one. Then, yet. but yeah, you you clean houses and like creepy crap pops up in front of you. I don't think you're like uh, renovating them. You, you're just like a janitorial service. Okay, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd never heard of it. Um, one thing that I like about streaming too, and one thing that I haven't had lately, and tonight. Um, is the first time that I've not had my green screen up in a very long time. I've had a green screen for so long. Uh, I I didn't start with a green screen. I I had a background and a, like my own overlay. Um, and I haven't done that in a long time. But one thing that I'm doing is I'm kind of uh decorating the building your background the space. Yeah, bit. building the background and what I want it to look like. Um, before mm -hmm. I I get rid of not get rid of the green screen altogether i don't think but maybe not use it as much kind of switch it up here and there but i really do For like sure. the green screen too i think it makes it look very professional um the green screen i think is uh, i think both have a, a place right yes uh, because i think, I think it's awesome I... what people can do with the like, with the backgrounds yeah. like a streamer's corner yeah. seeing someone's amazing setup in the background is something i really enjoy For sure. Um, I think one thing that I would like to do eventually is have a green screen for gameplay um, and then keep the background for more just chatting. That's kind of what casual. I was thinking of, too, uh, which is yeah. kind of how Flash does it. Or it's exactly how Flash does it. He does that it just might chatting. might be where um, I got the inspiration from. I guess I didn't really put two and two together on that, but maybe that, <laughs> like, subconsciously that's how I, I thought of it. Um, yeah. But... 
my biggest thing was is like I've just always enjoyed backgrounds and like designing. You know, I was just saying like I I designed my scenes and everything uh, for my stream, and I really I really enjoy it. So, yeah. um, that's the same sense. Like I have uh, you know, soundproof panels, right? Mm -hmm. Like the uh, the foam foam panels. I yeah. have uh, black and purple ones. I have them here. I'm waiting for the command strips to show up to hang them. But uh, nice. that's what I'm putting up is it's going to be like a black and purple checkerboard uh, of foam that I'm going to put up on the walls. And I'm super excited awesome. for that. I definitely want to decorate the space for Christmas as well. So that's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah, it'd be really cool to like put up like a little Christmas tree behind me or something. Yeah, I will have a Christmas tree over there in that, in that corner. Over I there. have a I have a light that I'm like really excited for. That's uh on its way hopefully it's on its way i ordered it oh i remember ago. you showing it to me actually yeah yeah i'm, I'm very light, excited yeah. about that yeah um i have no idea when it's gonna arrive oh yeah the the estimated date is the third of october to the fourth of november so oh, wow. any okay, any time this span. month i suppose yeah it's a it's a big jump yeah. right there yeah Oh, um, sorry, I was just closing out of that. No, it's okay. So what about YouTube? Is that something that you're, you're interested in, in like long form content? Is that something you've thought about? Cause I know long form content is daunting, especially to me. Like, I just don't know. That's why I was talking more like I'd like to do educational videos of stuff that I've learned, yeah. like with my touch portal setup. Um, it's yeah, as like I was that. trying, I was kind of on the way, and then I kind of got sidetracked because I do that. Um, <laughs> it's, I think, and uh, like I said, I it's not that easy to, to just jump into either. It it's no something no. that is kind of daunting. As I said, it's something that um, first of all, I need to learn how to edit, and I think short form will be a good start. Um, for long form, I don't see myself doing let's play videos or anything yeah. like that. I see myself doing more, as you were saying, educational video about the things that I think I am better at than than playing games, because I'm honestly not that great at playing games. Um, I don't think I have the authority yet to, to put out that kind of educational content, however. so You're the, You could be the Italian professor who teaches everybody how to properly... Uh... How to not eat dip and, pizza and wrenches. Yeah, yeah, um, you could, you yeah, could be the... Actually, Cthulhu requested it, so I, <laughs> I, I, might, I might indulge. Uh, but um, I do... Yeah, I do think that that could be a niche that I would like to get into, regardless of how successful it would it, it is. Um, but I think I want to build a little bit more um, grounds for my voice to actually have a weight and an opinion that matters in it. Uh, I think right now it's just not there yet. Yeah. Um, so like you always, I think you always need sort of an authority when uh, you, you don't need it, but it helps. It is better when you put educational videos out. Yeah. To it. Like, so if you put educational videos out about Phasmophobia, so like, why does better... this person know about this or why should I listen to this person right? about this? Exactly. Like, are, so I, you know, they're I, just I talking out their out... ass or, um exactly. yeah you need to know exactly like who you're it, it, you're not gonna you know if somebody's explaining how lights work i'm probably gonna go watch uh like harris keller over somebody yeah. that i don't know like or uh exactly. sam uh what is it woodhall like woodhall. I, yeah. yeah i will as go and watch his video yeah I'll, before I'll go i go and watch sim, just a random video yeah, if I need to learn about phasmophobia, I'll go watch in Sim, you know, or or a content See, I don't creator, watch much so. in Sim, uh, but watch Epic, a lot of in Sim Epic on has YouTube. been a lot of my. Uh, I've I've been watching Epic for quite a while now. Um, but not on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. I was talking about YouTube. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched too many Sim streams. I do actually enjoy the YouTube videos. Um, yeah, I love his. That is how I I discovered him at first. I actually and I don't dislike him. his streams. By the way, I have been in his stream. He has an, a a very great stream. I just have a hard time breaking into those larger streams where there's so many well, people I mean, talking. The, level the chat's of moving so fast. Is completely it's insane. Different, right? Yeah, my eyes yeah. don't move that fast. My brain. Yeah. Don't even work fast enough for my own chat. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. 
But Nandis, I, I appreciate you being here. This has been so much fun. It um, actually absolutely has been. Thank so you much for fun. Having me. Uh could you could you give us a, a quick rundown of who you are again and just what would your <laughs> what would your raid and message be right now if you were getting raided right now? Let's let's hear your raid <laughs> outro. It's it's always the same. <laughs> yeah, Hi, yeah, that's right. My name is my name is Niendas. You can also call me Danny. Um I'm very Italian and I give a lot of sass about Italian food and chicken and pasta and pineapple on pizza and now pizza in ranch look at that and uh i play a lot of horror games and i main phasmophobia and uh yeah that's me well thank you so much guys you can catch neandis uh that neandis girl neandis is spelled n-i-e-n-d-i-s i will have her link in the description for this podcast episode um and make sure you guys go and follow her and give her uh, a check out because it's absolutely amazing wholesome content you, and Maybe next time you can catch her take on the getting over it with Bennett Foddy challenge that I have issued her. So the what? Oh, you know, my God, now no. it's now it's public. Now it's out there. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 official. Um, you tweeted Andis, it. It I was public it's, it's well, it's even it's official times two official oh. times two. It, so Jay, it would it would have to be like a three day stream. With no sleep in it. Like, I will never finish that game. You don't got to finish it. You don't got to finish it. But I'd love we'll to see. see you play it. We'll see. We'll see. You and you and uh, Swifty and, and Flash. All three of you. But uh, thank you again so much, Nandis, for being here. And thank I hope you have an absolutely fantastic night. No, thank you so much for inviting me, Jay. It's been a pleasure, as always. Chatting All right, is guys, always great. Again, like I say always, this is the street or the podcast made by streamers for streamers. And thank you so much for being here. I will see you next time. Next time, I, I can't remember right off the top of my head who we have, if it's Doc or if it is. I will have to check. But thank you so much for being here, guys. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Please consider leaving a rating and review. It's free and easy. Just like following Jay on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at PhantasmaJ to make sure you can catch these recordings live and join the conversation. See you next time.